Ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. Only Stu Podcast number 29 with your sauce, Stu Finer, and my son, Alex Finer. It's me and Alex ready to roll. Summer is here, summer of 2023, 82 degrees, humid, and wondering why the fuck I like summer at all. Hi, Alex. How you doing? Why are you wondering if you like summer? Because I, it's too hot. Like Why, any, though? Anything over 75 degrees for me is so uncomfortable. It really is. It's just humid. It's uncomfortable. It wipes me out. It makes me tired. It makes me just want to go to sleep. Why are you uh, sleeping so much uh, lately? I yeah, we were, yeah, what happened? yeah, blah, blah, blah. Go wait, wait, fuck so yourself. when you say it's it's too Go hot hit for by you. a fucking truck, When Alex. you say it's too hot, what would you? why would you say that? I thought, um, first of all, we're I, living I, life. Where were we, 180? I'm so hungover abstinent, right now. So no hungover. carbs. No, no, no carbs, no pot. We were 180. What are we now? I, I would say like the I last cracked. time. The last time we did the I pod. I fucking cracked. The last time we did the pod, you were 180, no carbs, no marijuana. So you must be 175 right now. Oh, God. I'm, I'm 194. What happened, dog? I gained 14 pounds. Now, uh, just just man up for the people. Uh, I cracked. I cracked last Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And uh, I got, uh, no, let's see, Thursday. Friday, Saturday, correct. People are actually checking the podcast catalog. Sunday. Because you were 180 last time. I was clean. Monday, I weighed in at 189. So what was that? An increase of what? Nine pounds. In one week. Three days, really. Three bad days. (laughs) And then... uh, then, uh, My friend just had a baby. It was seven pounds, four ounces. You had a a baby gain. And then uh, ate and smoked... Monday, uh, ate and smoke Tuesday, ate and smoke Wednesday, weighed myself this morning, 194. Now you should, what are the numbers right now? You think you reverted all the good work you just did? Probably. All of it. In, yeah, in wiped, 10 days. Wiped it. For, in, in six bad days out of 66 perfect days. 72 total days. Yeah, I fucked myself. You're like the guy who rolls the... the Cylinder up the hill. He gets close to the top. So close. more Immediately close, comes back. Close to the destination. More easy, slip slide away. Slip sliding away. So what are we going to do to rectify this situation? Well, r- listen right now. I am so hungover. I feel fucking terrible. I just want to sleep right now. You wouldn't hate summer is what I'm saying. I'm if you were 180. No, oh, no, no, no. If I was 177 right now, I would be walking around my dick out. Correct. I'd be, I'd be take, I, my wife retired so from work. Don't I could, be mad I could, at the season. I can post dick pics right now because my wife retired from work. She's not embarrassed by me no more. Somehow she, she had a sick job at uh, the Herrick School District. She was the accounting clerk. She had a $4 million budget. She paid every fucking bill there. Plus she ran the elections for like a decade. And uh, she was humiliated by me because she can't be in a position of power working for the government while I'm sitting there smoking blunts online and telling people to fuck, eat ass, lick, click. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be I'm going to be honest. Everyone said how at her retirement party, how uh, much they're going to miss her and love her. The greatest accomplishment was uh, not getting fired from your antics. Absolutely. For keep keeping down low. That's crazy. Down low. There's like Ray Donovan. She's the Ray Donovan of Stu Finer. True. Like, to keep that under wraps. She, uh, you know, that's, that's impressive. Let me tell you something. Being hungover from sugar and carbs and marijuana is horrific. They, it is horrific. My Uber driver gave me a pen last night and he's supposed to hit the pen maybe three, four times. I hit it, uh, 150 times. Pen's supposed to last two weeks. It's out. It's out. From yesterday when I got the pen at like three in the afternoon I stopped smoking probably about two in the morning. I I knocked out the pen. Five fucking six, seven hours. I'm so wasted. I was at this Met game last night, almost falling asleep. Literally, I ate so much, I almost fell asleep. I Listen. Do you remember who people, won? If, yes, I remember the whole game. Okay. If people had me on camera, because I was, I was like in basic broad daylight in front of everyone, um... They would have caught me sleeping. They would have caught my head nodded, my so eyes So you looked closed. like bubbles from the wire at the Met game? You were dozing? You had that dopamine lean? Correct. No two ways about it. No, t- And and it really ruined the experience for me. Well, the Mets really ruined the experience because they suck cock. They really suck dick. Now, my father had a great fucking time. Obviously, my father is wheelchair bound. And uh, he ate like a king. 
He drank everything in sight. Uh, he had the best time ever. He was talking to the players. What did he eat? Um, what was the rundown of the food? They had a pulled pork. Uh, they had steak. They had scalloped potatoes. They had regular potatoes. They had all sorts of salads, uh, all sorts of rices. That was the hot food. Uh, then the cold food, they had like um, all sorts of like finger foods where they had like schmears on bread. Then they had hot dogs with all sorts of, you know, you could put onions on it. You could put sauerkraut, mustard, uh, ketchup, uh, potato chips, popcorn, cotton candy. And then they had like 10 little uh, bags of candy, like Snickers bars and Three Musketeers and clock bars. And then they had an open bar. And then when you got to your seat, uh, you were able to scan a menu and it had everything fucking possible. So then we ordered Shake Shack because it gets delivered right to us by uh, a waitress or a waiter instead of fucking waiting online for an hour and a half because still the Shake Shack line is fucking absurd. So I had three Shake Shack burgers, I had two Shake Shack shakes, and uh, I had two fries. I was so fuck. I'm still, I want to throw up right now. That's how full I am. I've literally eaten almost nothing except for my egg whites this morning with turkey and roast beef and American cheese. Wait, wait, wait. You had something else. Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then I had filet mignon. Yeah, I mean, like, just casually... I was I'm I'm doing good. I, had a I just snack had snack of filet mignon and fried onions yeah. and French fries. Yeah, just a snack. You had a fucking meal, a full meal that you forgot yeah, about. I'm sick right now. Though. I'm so fucking full. I'm so full. How uh, much food, calorie wise, if you had a like a running tab above your head? I mean, I, I probably had six fifteen thousand calorie days in a row. Like now, three. Then one off, then three. I have a million dollar idea that I'm just, listen, I got a ton of these and I usually don't say them out loud because I want to <laughs> hoard them. All right. I want to hoard all of my million dollar ideas, but I don't, I really don't. It doesn't come to fruition. So I'm just throwing this one out here. Okay. You'd solve the, the epidemic of obesity if, all right. Yes. This is a guaranteed fact. Yes. Right? Well. If you had these fast food joints and there's no indoor dining. Okay, you have to eat outdoors and you have to eat where people are going through the drive through. So you have the judgment of eating outside. You have the judgment of people watching you eat that are on the drive through. Guarantee you order a third of what you usually order. The mm. public, the public. Scrutiny? Pressure the, the public. No, it's not even the scrutiny. They, they everyone on the fucking line is getting fast food too. So who are they judging? But just the just knowing eyeballs are on you, insane. Also, if there's a hat for people, if you reach a certain BMI, you have to wear this hat, and it's like one of those holographic projectors, yeah. and it's just a running total of your calorie count for the day. I guarantee you eat less. Absolutely. If people know, like if you you're yours at the Met game last night around like. 9 p.m., I'm saying like inning eight, you would have been at like 15,000 calories for the day. I guarantee if you, if other, maybe not you because you don't give a fuck, but most human beings that are uh, self-aware to some degree would probably eat less. I ate seven bags of Cracker Jacks and five bags of pot, of, of peanuts. Little I bags? Sucked, uh, they weren't big, yeah. Mediums? Mediums. I sucked every piece of salt off the peanut then cracked it like a pro whoa, whoa, whoa. and then pause ate the crow. pause what'd you do the the peanuts are salted yeah so the outside shell is filled with salt yeah so i suck yeah. each peanut dry a little suspect on that and then i crack with my teeth and i eat the peanuts and i spit i spit it into a cup because i don't want to make a mess Wait, wait, wait. But cracker I'm Jacks? So, no, no, you, cra no. There's peanuts. no fucking... Peen cracker Jacks, I just ate. I swallowed them. I just oh, you're talking them. about whole peanut shells you're you're shoving in your mouth. Yeah, and I sucked all the all the salt off of them and crack them in my mouth and eat them and then yeah. spit them out. I think that's kind of psycho. Uh, listen, my head is throbbing right now. Like It's like it's like little midgets uh, fucking stepping on my head going, kike, 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 kike. That's all I hear. That's all I fucking hear. They're so, judging you. That's what that is. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's self-inflicted pain, though. You deserve. I'm all in a of concentration this. camp with Germany. I mean, right now, listen. I'm the only Jew there, and you're just stepping on my face with those fucking Nazi boots, you piece of shit, Nazis. Fuck off, Nazis.
I mean, we could all shout out Nazis. Fuck you. No, no, no. You don't shout out Nazis. You could just say fuck you. Fuck you. You don't shout out Nazis because then someone could cut that clip, and now you're anti-Semitic. You know what I'm saying? True. Very true. But that because I'm. You just compared yourself for being a fucking. I'm comparing my headache to being in Nazi Germany. Yes, yes. That's how my head is fucking pounding, Al. No, you're fucking pounding. No one feels bad for you. I listen, I feel bad for me right now. So I'm getting it together. So I'm back. By the way, I'm back. My high was 194. Today's what? Thursday. So I still have the rest of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to get it together and be below 189, which is the weight I rate. I, I want you I to, I, I want to, re- I have a request. The, the personal official request. weight is 189.3. Personal request. Yes. As I throw, I'm throwing up in my mouth, by the way. You need to move the scale back from the mirror. Why? So that people could trust you because you need to be on a level playing field where you can't be pushing off. I never take push it. off. Oh, listen, I'm holding my phone, you fucking idiot. How can I push you off? Yeah. Oh, you could hold your phone with one hand. I never saw anybody in my life besides Frank push off. Well, why you got to call out Frank like I'm that? I'm not calling him out. I just said you I've just never did. seen anybody besides him. That's fucked up. It's not fucked. Shout out Frank, man. He's Sh- going through it. Shout out Frank the Tank. Speaking of Frank the Tank, what about that fucking coward owner of a press conference? What do you think about that? I mean, look, he literally looked at Frank in the eye and said no. I don't know if this is public knowledge. No, so, I don't. So explain, explain the situation so here. It's me, Frank, Tank, Frank the Tank. It's me, Frank Jenks. I think Doug's is with us. I'm not sure. I think Doug's is with us. Yes. Okay, so, so to set the, the stage, show, you're at the, the Pete Alonzo Foundation. We're at the we're at the Paramount in Huntington, Long Island. It's the end of the Pete Alonzo uh, charity event, and Frank walks right over to Steve Cohen, the owner of the Mets, and he stands up, and Frank says, "Can I get a picture with you, Steve?" And he literally stands up and says no, and starts walking away, and then maybe about. I don't know, he's about six yards away. He turns around, whips around, and points at Frank and goes, and you better be nice, Frank. I mean, it was surreal. But I think I spoke about this on the podcast before. Did we talk about this? Yes. I don't yes. remember. It was one of the most, I was very uncomfortable. Now, people people on Twitter and all of these, you know, people say, you think this billionaire really cares about what fans say? Um, yes. Frank is living rent-free in his head, and if Frank... Uh, wanted to lower his standards on women, he would fuck Steve Cohen's wife. He skull fucks her. He's living in Steve Cohen's head. Steve now, Cohen's do you worth think twelve if, billion. What do you think? And Frank the Tank is swimming around in that guy's mind. His number is twelve billion. Would you say? I don't know what his actual twelve point nine billion. Let's just call it. Let's round it up to. Let's just round billion. it down to twelve. Okay, uh, twelve billion. Let's just call it twelve. Do you think at this very moment, Steve Cohen would go from twelve billion? to 11 billion if he could stop Frank from being Frank. If like, I, I don't know if you remember the movie Scanners where you're, where the guy's head would blow off Michael Ironside. He was the bad guy and his head blew up because he would just like get too, like too much energy. If Steve Cohn could watch Frank like literally blow up like, like a, like a bomb, he would do it and he would sacrifice a billion. Yeah, he a hates billion. him. He hates him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing's worse than him buying a team and then spending the most money ever and then watching Frank the Tank humiliate him every day saying he's a bum, uh, the GM's a bum, uh, the manager's a bum, the players are a bum, uh, you've done nothing right, you've done everything wrong, you're an embarrassment, uh, this is the most embarrassing Met team in 30 fucking years, it's the most disappointing Met team in 30 years starting from last year where they got swept by Atlanta and we're in first place the entire year and then the end of September... They went into second place, and then they went into the play-in game and the wild card, and they got beat by San Diego two of three. Since that moment, they're a humiliation. And yes, I think he would love it and revel in the thought of Frank the Tank dying violently. So just on record, Steve Cohen is rooting for Frank's demise. Is that fair to say? I think Steve Cohen is about to commit murder and Frank the Tank is his victim. Now, this is a perfect example of money doesn't really buy happiness. Like, I'm sure there's a certain level of just being poor to, like, being financially secure that you're happy. But this guy has fuck you, fuck you, fuck you money. This guy has buy a franchise that was your franchise growing up just to 
be the guy just to own your favorite team. And then on top of that, big swing and dick really set the stage to, you know, put yourself on the map, spend as much as possible, have the number one payroll in baseball, and uh, you're fucking an embarrassment. So to go from like the high of highs to finally owning your childhood dream to replacing the Wilpons who were inept to really have everyone suck your fucking cock, including us. We did yes. when, when he bought the team. Yes. Every, shout, every Met shout fan, out Steve Cohen, I've sucked your dick. Every Met fan, I've probably blow job. Every there was, I mean, it I, was I taking would fuck turns. your wife only take one for the team. She ain't pretty. She's non. Listen, we don't have to talk about fucking his wife. She's his a, wife has nothing to do with this. She's a fucking pig. Listen, bottom line is, is let's let's get back to Steve though. So he he gets he gets basically jerked off for I would say a year leading up to the first. Can season. I say something right here right now? Yeah, Steve Cohn deserves all the embarrassment and shame and negativity and hurt that has been bestowed upon him. You think him. this is karma? No, no, no. You he he like a big fucking swinging dick. A twelve billion dollar cock asshole came in and said, "We're going to win the World Series within three to five years." He fucking said it. We're in year four and we're in the worst fucking position possible. So he's a scumbag. He should have tempered our expectations. He shouldn't have played with our minds, our soul, uh, everything about a Met fan. We believed him. We would have walked on water for him. We would have fucking dived off the Grand Canyon for him. We would have taken a bullet for him. He's a fucking fraud. He's a piece of shit. When he just had his mea culpa or his state of address announcement, he said, I'm doing nothing. I believe in my people. I believe in the GM. I believe in the manager. I believe in the goals. I believe in the system. I believe I did the right thing by spending $375 million. It's on the players, and he's not wrong. But when your team gets outmanaged, outcoached, outplayed, when not only are they losing, but they're losing in dramatic, historic, embarrassing fashion, whether it's errors, whether it's on the base paths, where it does not look like they're prepared for this fucking clock, that uh, affects the pitchers, affects the batters, affects everybody. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I, I have no faith in Steve Cohen that he's ever going to make a right move. Well, I, I have we, no faith the Mets are going to ever do jack shit. And if I could steal a line from Frank the Tank, Braves never lose. I mean, they don't lose. I mean, what, what are they now on a 20 and three run? I mean, 20 out of 23, I think. I mean, we're we're seventeen games out of first place. I got to be honest though; it's it it really is like we're nine out of the wild card. Nine out of the wild card on June 29th. Are you fucking kidding? No, no, no. This is this is just the this is Mets. This is the Mets. The Mets last year. The Mets Mets last year tricked Met fans into forgetting about every single year. You you start off with zero expectations because you're the Mets. You have that like you know been stomped on. You're, you're, you're counting yourself out just because of past experience and you know you're frauds. And then the early success of March, April, May, they start building confidence. This this confidence that's, it's just you're, you're overperforming or things are going, you know, your way and you, you start getting that fucking, you know, you start, you start puffing your chest out and then you always collapse. I mean, this is pretty much how the last decade has gone with the Mets where you start hot early, you think it's going well, and then you just fucking shit the bed. And I did something yesterday that I th- I don't think I've ever done in my life. Ever, ever done in my life. Because I'm a diehard Met, no matter what, even behind closed doors. I really am. And I suffer when this team suffers. I have first rows, right? Which I brought my father last night. We sat in the first rows. I'm partners with a guy on the first rows. I get right of first refusal in every single game, every year for the last 10 years. I told him to take the first rows and stick him up his fucking ass and die in a fire. I don't want any games the rest of the year. I don't care if they make a comeback. I don't care if they're in the playoffs. I don't care if they're in the wild card. I don't care if they're in the divisional round. I don't care if they make it to the World Series. I'm not going to another game for the rest of my fucking life because I am telling you right now, that was the most boring, lifeless, clueless event I've ever been at in my fucking life. 
there is no life on this team. There is no heart on this team. There is no buzz. The fans know it. Anybody with a brain knows it. Every radio announcer and talk show host in New York knows it. It is just fucking flat. They're like, you know, you know that flat Stanley? They're flat Metsies. They're just flat. There is no energy in the fucking house. There's no energy on a beautiful, breathtaking night. I bring my father to the ball game. My father's wheelchair bound. He may never see another Met game again. This might be his last game. Bring him to the stadium. What a fucking... Uh, that almost killed him. I mean, I, I'm not a good son. You're saying, yeah, I'm a good son. Yeah, I take my father every... I took him to a Met game. Well, no, you... Fucking shoot me now. Like, I mean, I should have died right then and there and someone would have had to take him home. Well, maybe it, it, it caused him to fight a little harder. It is so boring. No, no, no. I, listen. He saw what death looked it like. It is and so he doesn't boring. Want to do that. You know what I'm it saying? Is, the Met game is so boring. It gives him, you know, life. Because he saw what death is, and now I kept, he wants to I live. Told, I, told, I told him, Alex, what the fuck? He has dementia. How's he supposed to? I told him they're in first place, and that was a playoff game. And he was so disappointed that they lost a playoff game in June. I go, yeah, it's the first playoff game in June. They I mean, lost. now that's fucked up. That's kind of, that's it. I tried to set the stage. I mean, I'm not fucking, you know, I, I'm not pulling punches here. I'm just, I want to go out with a bang. Do you, you think know, if I you wanna... told the Mets pregame dugout yeah. that Howie Finer's there with dementia, yeah. and he thinks that this is a playoff game, they would have had a little bit more life. No, I think fucking I really they don't think Buckshaw Walter has dementia. No, 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 because he literally staring you in the face and believes what he's saying that oh they're doing a good job. They're doing a good. Job. I've never they're seen a guy hard. just say he's shit like so over his head. He doesn't know what to say. Like if, that if, shit didn't fly when I was in PAL. He should have been fired yesterday. No, no, forget it's about fired. Fired. I'm fire talking, him. If, fucking fire him. If a PAL coach, if you went in like week in week out. I mean, parents wouldn't take that. The guy's not getting paid. He's he's actually, you know, like volunteering to be the coach. He would have been replaced. We're talking about fifth grade PAL basketball. Now, I don't know how this is flying in the MLB with the largest payroll in baseball. We talked about it before I got off the train yesterday. We said that Steve Cohen should have started the press conference, brought out Buck and Epler, and just fired them on the spot. Right on the Cause, spot. Because at least, at least. Tar and feathers. No, no. At least. We need blood. A, the Met fan needs blood correct. right now. Their Correct. blood should have been, there will be blood. It should have been Show Walter and Epley's fucking skull. Correct. Yeah, right. It's like gladiator times when the, you know, the, it's just, if they're, you know, like you just, sometimes you need blood. Sometimes Public hanging. Need, Correct. You just need, you need to Hang switch Hang one of them. I don't know how you say that you're actually, if it doesn't get better, you're looking to trade pieces of your team. I mean, he's already told you that's exactly what he's going to do with the trade. But that's Who what I'm saying. Out, they're going to dump anybody and everybody. Why? They can. Why even have that press conference though? To to say nothing, that doesn't even show accountability. That just shows that you're a fucking actual fraud. No, I really think he he's he's so over his head that he has to now just sit back and just deal with the misery until he can make a move. He's going to get John Stearns from the Milwaukee Brewers uh, to be, I think, the president of baseball operations. At that moment, he'll. I'm sure that guy will fire Epler and will fire Showalter. We're going to start clean um, next year, and that's really where it's going to be. I don't know who the manager is going to be. I don't care. I've Let, let's I, get Joe Girardi. I'm let's going get to be some honest, though. bitch, some fucking psycho, fucking crazy person that just holds all the players accountable, doesn't give a flying fuck, shreds them in the fucking uh, press conference, run it like a military dictatorship. And let's get let's get somebody let's give Theo Epstein fucking a piece of the team. What the fuck? He's young. He'll own the team for twenty years. Give give him a fucking shekel. Give him a piece of the team. Give him five percent. Who cares? You know. And then we gotta fuck. And then let him let him hire somebody that knows what they're doing. Look, Bug Showalter does not know what he's doing. You can't fail at every facet of the game. Your players, your position players. Now, I mean, listen, Edward Diaz. If he's the reason that the Mets suck this bad, if he's the reason for their demise, give that guy another raise. Give that guy $50 million instead of $25 million because I can't believe that our bullpen was such shit and so suspect and was just exposed because he's not there. I mean, as it looks right now, he must he might, he might be responsible for 20 wins last year because... No, I no, mean, no. He, not, I mean, might, he came not in, might the game have, was over. Not might have was. And... Couldn't have been like the the biggest signing worth his contract in gold 
in like a three year span. Unbelievable. Like the the roller coaster of like in New York, when you come here and you're touted as being great and then you fucking choke, very few people ever rebound from that. I mean, not only does he rebound, you know, he has people fucking naming their kids after him right now. It's unbelievable. So but I mean, bottom line is this: what? money doesn't buy wins. No, in look, here's living proof. I mean, no, 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 no. But that—that's that, not the. That's what I'm saying is: if you look at the highest payrolls in baseball right now, I think you have to go down. Like the 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 top eight aren't in first place. No, okay? money doesn't matter. The only year. person I think the the only person in first place that's spending in the top ten is the Braves. If I'm not wrong, so it's not the fact that he's spending money and losing; it's how he's losing. It's how his team is reacting to losing. It's what Buck's saying every day after a loss. Because there's eight other fucking teams that aren't performing. Okay? He's not, you know, it's not, there's there's not much of a difference. The difference is the Mets are fucking out of it. They're out the of Mets it. are out of it. No, All the others, so out of they're it. like borderline fringe. They can get the wild card. They could be in the race for first. The Mets are, the nail is in the coffin. In the coffin. There really is, there's so much baseball left, but there really isn't. And the Brewers are terrible. I mean, that team is horrible. I saw their lineup. They're shit. They're fucking shit. Listen, their closer is filthy. Well, he is, but I mean, the position players, they can't hit. They don't score any runs either. They suck. So to lose to them was even worse. All right, let's just put the Mets. They're dead. Please, they're dead. Bye-bye. Season's over before July 1. How do you feel about it? I mean, now you have to go through July, which is usually like, that's like the bright spot. Even if they're shit, you get to watch them. You don't even want to watch them. I mean, so what's July like? I don't know. Who's your new team? You got to root for somebody besides the Yankees. I'm going to jump on Bruce Bochy and Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. All right. I'm going to be honest. What a, what a performance from them losing DeGrom. Like everyone thought they would and still doesn't matter. Unbelievable. I'll imagine if they had him. If they had him, they, they'd be on an all-time epic record. Like the, yeah, It looks They're, like... They looks might like be on an all-time record right Looks now. like the Texas Rangers are going to play the Atlanta Braves in the World Series. But of course you can't... Uh, I mean, Astros have two big injuries still. Another one to the pitcher, number one to a position player right now. And they're still, you know, they're they're hovering below 500 right now the last like 15 games. They're not playing well, but... You can't count them out. So it's going to be interesting. But uh, Braves look like they're going to win the World Series. They look like the best team. They never lose. I mean, from last year to this year, now they're paying like 670 ball. I mean, when they went on their streak and they just overtook the Mets, you know, I mean, that, I mean, only won what, one World Series in the last like 20 years or whatever. But still, just an amazing, amazing team at the moment. So, all right, let's put baseball to bed. Shohei Otani. Let's uh, right, Shohei, the greatest. Two soul, no, 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 no. Homers and then ten strikeouts. He, it's not believable. He's the greatest baseball player to ever step on the face of Earth. It's not close. No. Judge should have never won MVP. I don't give a fuck about his batting title. I don't give a fuck about him breaking Roger Maris's record. It really is never close. And Shohei Otani got the LeBron treatment last year because you can't you can't calculate. The bat and the pitch. You, you like he's a he's a four hundred million dollar player, both sides of the plate, batting and pitching. So I don't know what he's gonna get paid. I don't know what his contract is, and even if he gets injured, it's untold. He is a he's infinity sign. What it's like ten, blank check ten six hundred. You got to give him a piece of the team. I no ten years six hundred million. That's fine. That's a lot of money. I think he's underpaid at ten six. I mean, you can't pay really somebody more than six hundred million, though. I'm saying if you, you can't if pay you, more than if you could pitch in a game a and throw ten Ks, and you could also hit two home runs, you're underpaid no matter how you want to look at it. Well, I mean, listen, I mean, I'm I have no hope for the Mets to get him right now, so I don't give a fuck no, 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 where no, no, no. Goes. If the Mets, the the worst case scenario is if like the Yankees get him. I, I think the Angels are still in contention, so they're not going to do it. But the worst that would be like. The worst scenario, if like the Yankees get him, and if the Mets were in contention, they probably could have got him. That would be the, that's it. That's like the that's like a Grim Reaper day for uh, Mets fans. Well, he, he definitely doesn't want to go here. I mean, look, I, I mean, six hundred mil is a lot of money. I mean, no, ma- no matter what he does, because you don't know if he's going to be like this in year uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten either. You know, the next five years he's going to be epic, but. 600 mil, but I don't, you know, look, he's going to go to the fucking Dodgers as it turns out, probably. I mean, and the Dodgers fucking need him desperately. And it seems like the Dodgers can just, you know, pull young players out their ass. Well, no, that's another thing the Mets can't do is 
develop talent because well they got some young kids right now they're playing they're not terrible I mean even the Yankees have some young players that are playing yeah but they bring them up and then they perform for a little bit and then they bring them down it's like the only one is Alonzo who really has just Brett Beatty's now like a bust I don't know it's just I don't know if he's a bust but he's playing like a bust right now he's not he's not what he looked great and he looked like solid and now he's just nothing I don't know the listen the Mets training whatever they do to their pitchers and just uh, ruin them for life as far as injuries are concerned, they might just be cursed. Yes, yes. All right, let, let's get off the Mets. Can we get off the Mets? I just like depressing you. I know. Well, let, speaking of Hey, Joe, they're not going to make the playoffs, and I called that. How about that? Yes, you did. Fuck you out did of call here. It. Speaking of jokes, let's talk about uh, my upcoming comedy event that's set in stone. We have the lineup, we have the preparation, and we're almost sold out. So, very solid. So, uh, July 13th, at my father's place, the new my father's place. Yeah, that's the name of it. It's I'm not not we're not going to my father's fucking house. All right, it's called my father's place in Glen Cove. Tickets are thirty dollars, uh, ninety if you want to go for the VIP treatment, which you get there at five o'clock and you hang out with me for a couple hours. We shoot the shit, do a video with you, take some pictures, bring you over to the merch table and extort you because you spent ninety. So I'm sure you'll spend another hundred. And I'll make you buy another hundred dollars worth of merch. So that's the plan. Um, You're gonna bully, bully, bully merch. people into bully it. listen. Okay. All you people out there that bought the ninety, bring another hundred because you got to go for some merch. You got to buy some cum towels, a hat, shirt, book, and I'll take different pictures with each item that you buy. So, uh, so how it's gonna go is this: Frank the Tank is master of ceremonies. Thank you, Frank the Tank. Frank will open at uh. I think the doors open at 5 for the VIP. It opens 7 everywhere else. 7.30 sharp. Frank the Tank is going to take the fucking mic and kill it. And to talk a little bit about the Mets again, the Mets had no dick, had no balls, embarrassed him, uh, cut his legs off, would not allow him to sing. We didn't start the fire, the Billy Joel song, shredding the Mets. He will do it on stage at my father's place July 13th. It's worth the price of admission just to be there when Frank the Tank sings that song. And then he's going to do 15 minutes and torch the Mets. Then we have some phenomenal music by John and Anthony Galanudis that are just going to bang it out. Just two phenomenal musicians and brothers. I went to school with their father. My children went to school with them. Uh, They're baseball coaches right now and teachers. And they kick some fucking ass. So they're going to do an hour of music. And then uh, Caroline Banowitz, uh, you know her from Barstool Sports. Uh, she's fucking funny as fuck. She's going to do 15, 20 minutes. And then Nick Tillelli, another local Long Island comic who's super funny. And oddly enough, I went to school with his father, graduating from into high school. Shout out, Pete. I uh, got your son and I got his back. And he's very fucking funny. Then uh, Frank's going to come back on and introduce Large. Large is going to introduce me, and I'm going to fucking kill it. I've changed my routine five or six different times. My normal MO was going to be low-hanging fruit, where I was going to torch my wife, my kids, my life, my marriage, myself, everything about me. And then I thought, um, if I do that, I'm going to have no friends and family. So, uh, and torture all my friends that are in the crowd, you know, expose that I fucked their wives, their mothers, their grandmothers, their daughters. That's how I was going to do it. But I thought about that and it would have been political and social suicide. So I'm not doing that. So my new MO is to kiss my wife's ass and my family's ass and my friend's ass and just be fucking funny. Just be cry fucking funny. And that's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be down, I'm going to be dirty, I'm going to be disgusting, and I'm going to be cry fucking funny, and you're going to see the greatness and the brilliance of me, and hopefully that will be the last time we play this dump, which holds 120 people, and then we're going to go to a 300-person hall, 500-person hall, 1,000-person hall, 10,000-person hall, and then we're going to tour the world doing stadium shows. If you think Taylor Swift made money, Taylor Swift's going to be my bitch. I'm going to make her my bitch. And that's the bottom fucking line. So very, very uh, low aspirations and keeping it real. But that's what's going to happen. So July 13th, be there for the fucking show. Uh, The after party is set also. It will be at my son's restaurant, Brick and Cork. We will go to the restaurant and get absolutely fucking annihilated. I will be doing shots at the bar. Responsibly. Um. Always responsibly. You could absolutely sleep in your car 
in the parking lot there. You're not going to drive drunk. You can't do that. You're not allowed to do that? Allison, you can't just say things like this. Oh, all right. I don't know if you could do that, but I, it was a good thing. I would rather you do that than drive home drunk and kill How yourself. How about just download Uber, you fucking clown? All right. So I'll uh, Uber. Take Ubers home because we're going to drink responsibly. It's not fucking hard. You download the app, right? Right. You fucking enter your payment details. Right. And then you put your address in. All right. So it's fucking 2023. So July 13th, we're closing his bar at four in the morning, which will now be the 14th. And we're just going to party and laugh our dick off, laugh our balls off, and talk about what a fabulous night it was, uh, how great I was, how funny I was, how no one knew that I could be that funny and for if, that long. If you do bomb, you think people are going to tell you or they're just going to blow you? Um, Regardless. You know something? I'm just saying. I think people will tell me. You think because, so? Yes. I don't want to know. Like, if I, Let's say I suck. I want you to tell me I'm fucking Don't great. be a yes man. No one likes a no, yes no, man. No, no. I, I want you to be phony as fuck. Let's say I oh, blew. Oh, so you want a yes man. Yes. I want... Every, no, that night, I let, let's say I sucked. Let's right. say you like stoop. Fair. That was the worst thing you've ever done in your entire life. That was as embarrassing as it gets. I honestly don't know what you were thinking, what you were doing. I don't even know why you tried this. Why ruin your fucking career in front of people? Why pull down your pants and people looking at a five and seven, eight inch dick? It sounds bigger when you say it rather than looking at it. You wee wee. Let's say I'm just like, like you throw up in your mouth because that's how bad I am or I'm putting you to sleep. I want you to lie and clap and scream. Because I don't want to hear it. I won't be able to take it. So after the show? After the show. I mean, after the show, I just want you to just be the phoniest cock-sucking okay. cunt you ever So committed. when can you be real? A week? Um, one week? Two weeks? No. No. Once, the, once, once they pay me. They pay me that night. The check clears the next day. Then fucking you could tell me I suck. So one day grace period. Right. I robbed you of your money. I don't give a fuck after that. <laughs> I mean, I got your fucking money, you scumbag. You know. Listen, I plus think, I hope. Listen, I'm telling everybody coming to the everybody coming to the show better bring an extra C note, an extra hundred, uh, for merch. You know no, what no, I'm no. saying? I think I think a ninety dollar meet and greet, and if you're if you're telling them they got to bring a hundred to spend, a hundred ninety to meet you, I feel like they're getting off light. Because I I personally, people might think, wow, you guys, no, 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 that actually happens. People ask me, right? And then what happens is this: is how it goes. They go, hey, I have this event. I need Stu to come. How much? And then I ask Stu. Okay, this is how the process works. And Stu hits me with, uh, where we have to go? Was that forty minutes away? Uh, tell him twenty five thousand. So when you're paying a hundred ninety, if you're spending a hundred in merch plus the ninety dollars, listen, VIP, I, I it's lo- a steal. I lowered it from twenty five thousand to ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, no, 10, no, five thousand. I'll tongue kiss your girl in your backyard. Eat a fruit and leave. Okay, that's that's it. Yeah, we're down to five thousand. Five that, but I'm only there five minutes. Five, five grand. minutes. Right. Ten grand. I'll sit there. Listen, that's a and discount. hang out with your jerk off, losing fucking party of friends, scumbags, fucking criminals, cokeheads. You know, just just waste well, of bottom, life. Bottom line is ten thousand. I get for that. Bottom line 25, is twenty five thousand. I make believe I want to fucking be there. Thirty dollars, and I better get blown. Thirty. $30 is you could get in and experience all this. It's a discount. I'm just telling you. Listen, it's a it should have been 300. I made the the price 30. This is a so it's basically a customer appreciation tour. Exactly. That's $90 should have been a thousand. A thousand. It's going to be a thousand going forward. Just remember, you can afford to see me. Very soon you won't be able to afford to fucking wow. see me. Wow. Get in before you can't. Get in before you Exactly. You like exactly. That? You like that? Is that the fucking? I like it. Right. Get in before you can't. Exactly. So it's going to be a super funny show. I can't wait. I mean, I'm, every single day I'm so excited, and uh, every day I call, I say, "Are we sold out yet?" And they keep going, "No." I'm like, well, look, are, are you sold out? No. No. I, I want to be sold. It might be sold listen, out now, though. You don't know. I don't Until, know. When you hear right. this, exactly, it, it might, might be, be sold out already. But let right. me tell you something. I, once this sells out, I'm going to fucking torture the fucking internet like no fucking, nobody's business. Like, I'm just going to, my opening, every video I do will have my penis and my ball sack in it. That's what gonna, do you think the once it reaches sold out territory? What does the resale market for your VIP go for? Very interesting. Ooh. Well, I, well, well, I'm not in control of it because it's no, never more than that's, ninety. That's it's never a, more than thirty. But that no, who knows? Do they? You know? Do they put them on StubHub? Ha- have people? Uh, well, I think my thirty dollar ticket will go for a hundred, and I think the ninety dollar VIP will go for two fifty. Okay, so a three X on the on yeah, the get go up three hundred percent, and then a two X right three hundred percent, and then day of the event. 
will have I you place holds 120. There'll be 120 people outside chanting my name. Stu, I love you. Stu, I want I want to have your baby. Stu, come in my mouth. Stu, you changed my life with 15, 15, 30. Uh, How your motivation much? If some in the guy, morning. some guy wants you to come in his mouth. Okay. How much to come in his mouth? Because it's not. I, you no, don't have I to touch never, his mouth. No, I can. You never, just have to blow I can never the stay load. Hard. Come in his wife's mouth. What if there's a price? Right. His daughter's mouth. His no. mother's mouth. Right, so, so his, his wife sister's is, mouth. No, no. What would it take? You have to put a a, a rope. No, nothing. Like, if you don't I, no see number. him, no if number. If you don't see him, no number. Like you hold a blanket, he no, holds it over I, his head. I have. Uh, listen, I have very little morals and very little. How scruples, much money? Everyone has a price. I, I'm morally bankrupt. You're just no, no, I'm no. A sociopath. We no, there's a number here. There's dude. no number. There's a number for a billion dollars. Let's That's say Steve. Such a fucking let's lie. say Steve Cohn says, "Come in Jeff McNeil's mouth," because he already fucking fucked me over and stole 180 million on me. He's batting 220, or like Lindor. Fucked his wife because he stole three hundred and twenty million. He says, "Stewie, take one for the Met team, and I want you to come on their faces." I wouldn't do it. Listen, you would let the whole Met roster fucking take turns bashing your ass in for a billion dollars. No, you're such a fucking. I liar. can't be. Bought. No, no, no. That's a lie. Listen, what Trent, one billion you know dollars? No, you no, no. Know me. I know you. You're what a fraud. I, you're what a liar. What am I gonna do with a billion dollars that I can't? You would do let now. each one of them fucking use what their own What am I gonna do with a billion dollars? You would use. They could I would use buy their my own, own country and be a dictator, no. and then eventually they would get each, brought up to sexual they would harassment. Be, they would be naked, and they would be in a line, and they would be taking turns fucking your little. Hershey Square. I'm not. I, I wouldn't be bought for a billion. A billion? You're out of your fucking what mind. What you just described? No. Trillion. One billion. No, no. I, I've established I'm a whore and my price is Actually, a trillion. I'm going to cut it down. 500 million. You're letting them take I'm not, turns. I, what am I going to do with 500 million? Like a lot. What? Like a what? Lot. I'm still making egg whites. What can't you do? I still have to not eat sugar and carbs. For 500 million, you could actually I, go visit I the Titanic. I could buy Otani. Put, no. put Otani on the Mets. For you could actually mil. go visit the Titanic with the submarine that works with 500 million. That's a fact. Uh, here's a fact. On my honeymoon, Cayman Islands, me and my wife, there was this submarine, $120 and like... 20 people went on it and it was broke. So then right next to it, they had the submarine. It was like 700 bucks, but it went down 780 feet. Three-man submarine, me, Sandy, and the uh, driver. And we went down 780 feet and it was fucking hysterical. To my this wife day, was, it's the greatest accomplishment Stu's ever had. Because, because my wife is claustrophobic. I have claustrophobic no idea doesn't, how doesn't begin to describe. I have no idea how I got her roped into this. No idea. Because it was just spur of the moment. It's like, oh, let's do it. Let's do it. And then the minute the hatch fucking closed and you went down there was no training there was nothing so when people say hey why didn't these people train there is no fucking training because once you're in a submarine once they close that hatch and you go fucking down and something goes wrong you're dead you're dead no no you're dead there is no hey look at that light hey let's pull a fucking fire hydrant you're down in the fucking water you're submerged you're fucked that's the bottom line i want to say i was seven we went to I want to say it was like fun zone for a haunted house. It was around Halloween. We were looking for a haunted house to go to. I think fun zone. Maybe it was fun zone. Maybe it was Chuck E. Cheese. I have no idea where it was. Anyway, it was closed. So we had to find another one. It was like us, all mom, sisters, all our cousins. Um, we go through. We find this one out east. Go there. No one's there. Okay. We pull in. And like the, the only way I could describe it is if you've ever seen like a chainsaw massacre movie, like that deserted of a field, like nothing really around. And like if people wanted to kill you, there's nothing you could do about it. It was one of those places. OK, we're the only ones there. They give us a little disclaimer. But this was like before disclaimers were a thing where you didn't have to sign them. It's like a almost like there was no. You know, it's kind of a verbal disclaimer. Once they read it to you, it's good because there's no insurance. This place isn't even real. They probably don't pay taxes. I'm going to go on record. They didn't pay taxes. No one knew they were there. <laughs> that was straight cash and they might have killed people. Anyway, they tell us that after a certain time, this you have to be 21 or over to go through this haunted house. Now, I'm seven or eight. Um, we have ranging ages of four to, I would say, 15. We all go in. My aunts are all claustrophobic, so we go through, and you know it's a it's a scary haunted house. It's very very tight corners, tight corridors. You got to go left, you got to go right. People are grabbing you. Um, these two guys who are running the show are are acting like they're part of the mannequins. They're popping out, they're grabbing you. 
it's fine. You have to crawl through a tiny hole. Now, my mom and her sisters have no shot at this. My, my mom goes immediately, I'm never fucking doing that. We're never fucking going. We're never crawling through that. We're going out. So when you go out through the beginning, there's a guy with a real chainsaw and uh, he chased us. Okay. Now there's about 15 of us and we're all running and everyone trips over a hose. And you know who doesn't trip? The only person who doesn't trip? Me. And I ran all over them. All right. Now, listen, there's 15 family members. I stepped on everyone's back. All right. I I didn't need to, but I did. All right. And that's when I knew from a very early age that if something goes south, I'm saving myself. (laughs) Now, if it did happen where they did get all murdered, I'm fucked anyway because I get to the car. First of all, I have no idea what to do, but it's locked. So I'm fucking I'm yanking on doors. I'm yanking on them. Every door is locked. I'm crying. Uh, Yeah, that was the end of haunted houses for our family. That was it. I never went back. That's it. Scarred from a young age. And uh, yeah, so that was the close. Yeah. So Stu got my mom into a fucking submarine when she wouldn't walk through. She wouldn't crawl through a hose in a, or a little hole in a uh, haunted house. So, yeah, the fact that you got her into a submarine is the greatest accomplishment of your life. So congratulations. Well, That's I didn't impressive. crush any of her hopes or dreams yet. It was on a honeymoon and you have the no, honeymoon. No, no, no. It doesn't matter. So happy. You're she built do anything. When you're claustrophobic like that to that extent. You're, you're, you're built like that for life. That wasn't the, to get in a submarine is, is fucking incredible. What a, what an accomplishment on Thank your you. part. Thank you. I'm a good salesman. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I bring it, I bring it, I bring it. That's the bottom line. When I bring it, I bring it, I bring it. No, that was, that was, I, I can't argue with that. Um, by the way, uh, another, another, uh, gratuitous plug. My tanks, first time ever. The uh, Barstool Sports Advisors tank with me, Big Cat, and El Prez. Uh, ready to roll tank. And first time ever, uh, New All Religions tank. Uh, they've never been sold on the Barstool store, so they're three tank tops. And they look great, and they'll make your sex life better during the summer. It'll be the summer of 2023 where you look great. I'm on your body. So you can get over to the Barstool store and buy these three tanks right now in addition to BeLikeStew.com where we've got a lot of new stuff. Uh, the cum towel is very handy during the summer um, because certain times it's large enough to catch all your cum. It's large enough to actually use as a blanket or a towel. It's also uh, the talk of the town item when you're at a party. So the cum towel is available right now at BeLikeStew.com. And every single day, all we do is shout outs from morning to noon to night. Diving shout-outs, fantasy football shout-outs are already underway. Uh, any shout-out on any fucking subject you want to do. Birthdays, anniversaries, bachelor parties, someone died and you want to just drum up some good feelings and not make it a Debbie Down and negative Nancy that someone died of something horrific like cancer or leukemia or diverticulitis, ate a fucking, ate a seed, burst open their belly, they died right in front of you. Whatever it is, I'll shout it out on my diving board. I'll shout it out in my living room. I will do a running video if you specify and you pay the 150 and we're ready to roll. Be like stew.com. Be like stew.com. Be like stew.com. So, uh, again, you know, buy the show, buy the merch. Let's fucking go. Life is good because uh, the change today uh, will be permanent and will be forever. Little history here. Uh, when I was dating my wife in high school, she worked for a bank. And she was always super smart. She always had a photographic memory. She was really good at numbers. So then I begged her to come work for me and she came, I became my bookkeeper in 1982. Uh, we graduated high school in 79. We were both going to NASA Community College together. And she left the bank and became my bookkeeper. She worked for me from 1982 to 1998. The bulk big years of my business as far as volume, where we, we did we did anywhere between 10 and 20 million per year, 220 full and part-time employees. And she was the main bookkeeper. We had like three CPAs. We had a head of operations and she ran really everything. 1998, she retired. She got pregnant with our third child, uh, excuse me, our fourth child. And she took care of them. So then, uh, Probably 2006, 7, 8, right around that area, I really hit the skids. Things went really bad for me. 
I went balls broke, couldn't afford water. And she eventually uh, took the civil service test, got 100, and uh, went back to work. She became an accounting clerk. And she was uh, a key component of the Herrick School District. She did a lot of good things. Uh, today, uh, when she comes home, when she comes through the door, it is her last day ever working. She will never, ever, ever work again um, at a structured job. Of course, I mean, being married to me is work. Still being a full-time mother and a wife and a fabulous human being and a friend and a mentor, so on and so forth. Uh, she'll do that forever. But as far as working, today's her last day. So she is what we call retired. And they had a big uh, party for her at work that worked through and they were very appreciative and a lot of love and they had some speeches and everyone really kissed her ass. And then she had a speech which was very eloquent and uh, received extremely well with love and caring and positivity. And they've already got like every Friday booked where all the girls are going to get together and eat lunch. Then they're going to Foxwoods. They're going to Jake's, they're going to Atlantic City, and they have all these women, women things everywhere. My wife's going to retire. I'm never going to fucking see her. I don't know how that's going to be, but that's pretty much how it's going to be. So uh, very excited to have my wife home. I'm very excited that the snooze alarm will never, ever, ever be pertinent because my wife, she has to get up at, let's say, quarter to six, and it's 5.30, snooze alarm. 5.40, snooze It's not alarm, even snooze. 5.50, 6 o'clock, 6.05. It's so the way loud. a snooze works is this, all right? You set an alarm, and then you what, hit you this, hear her alarm from listen, your room? Listen, bottom, yeah, of course. Um, you hit the alarm, and the way the snooze works is you get a 10-minute grace period, okay? But when you set 45 alarms, okay, you get the alarm. Then you get the snooze from the first alarm. You get the second alarm, the snooze from the second alarm. You get the third alarm, the snooze from the first, second, third alarm. Then you get the fourth, fifth, sixth snooze. So you're you're basically living in a in an insane asylum. Uh, no, to it. Listen, for one and a half hours. Is not, listen, I just want to say right now, I deserve the Nobel Prize without. It show. might be why Besides, you're so fucked up. I've I should. You get, went through I, ten years listen, of solitary I confinement. Get the Nobel uh, Peace Prize for not murdering this bitch. <laughs> no, no, whoa, not, whoa, I'm choking whoa. this Don't fucking woman mama, out. Don't call my no, mom a bitch. No, Take it back. Take it back. I'll take it back. Take it back. I'll take it take back. back. What would you take back? I took back calling my wife a bitch for the fucking <laughs> ridiculous fucking alarm. Are you? No, come on. Are you fucking kidding? The alarm is crazy. So anyway, I respect how crazy it is because I don't like. Listen, because once I wake up, I'm up. You don't understand. I don't go back to sleep. I don't go back to sleep. If a, if a fucking fly farts, I'm up and I'm not going back to sleep. I'm going downstairs, having my coffee, putting my shoes on, walking five to 10 miles and I'm in a coma. I'm in a coma. I can't fucking even see what I'm doing. But the minute the alarm is up, first I think about choking her and taking the alarm and bashing her fucking face in violently with blood everywhere. That's the first thought. And that's been for 10 fucking years. Very healthy. Then I, then Very I, healthy thought. About then it. I know I don't want to go to jail, so I have to recoil, recamp. And now I'm up because I'm angry. I'm angry with the energy of wanting to kill her. I'm angry with the energy of I still could have slept. And now I have to go downstairs and now start my fucking day. But I, I listen, I like sleep as much as the next guy, right? And I think I could hit the snooze button and maybe hit a second snooze. But 45 snoozes Ugh. is a fucking psycho amount. Shoot me now. It's a fucking insane but again, amount. That's over. I'm in heaven. I'm in heaven. How much hours a year are you I'm gonna save? Now? What would you guess? How many how many hours Monday through Friday? You're you're getting the snooze treatment. So like what 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 are we looking at quality of sleep? Increasing. Oh my God. 60%? Oh, I mean, listen, I might lose 20 pounds just on no snooze. I might just be the most beautiful, loving butterfly so of a human being. So you think it's going to help your mind state? Absolutely. I'm going to be like a butterfly, a yellow butterfly, yellow and Why black. Why yellow? Just because I love yellow and butterflies are yellow in my mind. Yellow and black. And They're I'm just blue gonna, in my mind. I'm just going to fly away and I'm just going to be like, hi, 
I'm a butterfly and my life is perfect. And I have not killed my wife over the last 13 years when the alarm constantly goes off for no fucking reason. And it woke me up and I wanted to choke someone and the closest person to me is my wife. But I didn't. That's the key. Do you I did think not. it's comparable to not. a waterboard treatment in, in fucking gua- uh I would rather get my dick fucking chopped off and put in my mouth. That's how fucking annoying an alarm is. Like after the fifth time where you know the person's not getting up for another 15 minutes and all they had to do is set the alarm at 6.15. I get up immediately. I would go very subtly, honey, get up, kiss her on the cheek, rub her shoulders. And then if that doesn't work, I just dump a glass of water right on her fucking (laughs) head. Get the fuck up. You got to go to work. Well, no more. There is no work. There is no pomp and circumstance. There is no accusations of me wanting to kill my wife because of the alarm. The alarm doesn't exist. She doesn't have to go to work. Everything is happy. It also everything takes, is honky dory. I'm in heaven. It also I feel takes so away good. takes away like uh, an out. You know, you could have blamed all of your transgressions on the alarm. Now you don't have that. No, and so I'm now ready. you have to look yourself in the mirror though. It's I'm a little s- bit of a self reflector. I like it. So. Now you don't have that excuse, though. Is what I'm Correct. So what I do you, don't. So what's the what's the? I'm argument? not angry no more. So I'm that's just, it. No, everything's okay. Everything everything is amazing. Huh. Every everything's unbelievable. Huh. Okay. Got to win the twenty dimer tonight, though, as always. So there's always pressure. So just pressure of games. That's it. Pressure of games. Correct. That's it. Correct. Because now I have unlimited sex, unlimited time, unlimited um, really. No schedule to hold me down. I don't have to really show up until uh, Wednesday. Uh, second week in September, I got to be in uh, Chicago filming the Barstool Sports Advisor show. But besides that, once a week, I don't have to be anywhere. Like, literally nowhere. Like, hey, do you want to come to my party? No. Hey, you want to come to my kid's wedding? No. Hey, you want to come to my daughter's christening, my son's baby, the first community? No! You want, hey, you want to go to a bar? No! If I don't, want to, have this I don't want to go to any. Don't invite me. If people don't have this mindset. Don't fucking right? invite me. Because people feel. Besides the people I like, which are very few, you know who you are, I want you to invite me. Everyone's going to think they're part of that. Most crew, people though. suck. Most people are boring. Most people are like, hey, what am I doing at your house? It's like being at a Met game. You got nothing to say. You got nothing to bring. I don't want to eat your food. I, how about say something that makes sense? No, you can't. I'm leaving. And that's why I charge Alex $10,000 for an appearance. Because I'm not wasting my fucking time with scumbags. That's fair, but how many people would do you think would know that they're in that group? Everyone thinks they're part of the. Everyone thinks someone else is in that group that you don't like. But it's most if of the people. If you think that you're on the fence with me, I hate you. I hate you very much. I no no. I fucking but even the people who you. think you like them are probably most hate. of the people that 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 I think I like them and I've told them I like them. That's an, absolute, an absolute lie. Absolute lie. Right to you, stone cold. Right to your fucking face. Do you think the world would be a better place if people were honest like this? Uh, no, definitely not. So because, it would be just no. No, it would be no, chaos, no, anarchy. No, come on now. You know how many people think I like them and really, you know, they go to sleep at night going, oh, Stu really likes me. You know, like how many people, fucking people. What about weddings? People that kill themselves. What about party and events where you can oh just my, RSVP listen, your I am the thoughts. biggest fucking full of shit scumbag ever. I walk around smiling, take a picture, you know. You love it I, I don't love it. I you, hate, come on. I hate everyone. I hate people. You love it. No, I do love it. You're right. Why are you fucking lying? If you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. I'm a, I'm a people pleaser, truth be told. The nicer you are to me, the nicer I am to you. You want to suck my dick? Uh, I'm not going to suck your dick, but I'll eat your ass. Like yeah, Everyone has a shit. price. You're just a liar. Correct. Exactly. No, no, no. Well, I said for a trillion dollars, no, no, no. You would, I listen, will come all over listen, every I'm Met. on record right now that you would let the whole Met team, I'm talking everyone in the dugout, plow your ass for a billion. And th- and it's honestly, not, I'm not. Listen, it's nothing to do with being and, gay. Listen, after I have a billion dollars and I can't look myself in the mirror, it doesn't what do matter. You, do? you know what you could. You do? know what you do? You buy a house that doesn't have any mirrors, motherfucker. You got a billion dollars. No one knows what you're doing. You could buy a lobotomy for like a million. True, a good one. I need a like lobotomy. one that works. Yeah, you'd wake up nine hundred ninety-nine million. No one fucked you in no ass. You get a perfect asshole. Definitely. Probably costs like a couple hundred grand to re- redo your asshole. I like that. I like redoing my asshole. So, uh, all right. So, for I think what's today's date? Uh, so, we're going to, when's our next podcast? After the 4th of July? 
Yeah, we'll record one. I'm going. I'm going to play the main event, but I'll be. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll get one leaving? in the can. When are you leaving? Listen, why are you asking so many questions? What are you the fucking? What are you? Why you ask so many? are you leaving for the main event? Why you so many fucking narky ass questions? Kids never in town, and I'm retired. I don't even know what to do. I'm going to be looking for people. Hey, I got something to do. Hey, let's go to the movies. Alex is going to be in Vegas. He's not going to be. I'll be like, Alex, I can do whatever I want. Where are you? He's like, I'm in Vegas. He's always in Vegas. I'm Mr. Vegas. <sighs> yeah. Find my fucking money. I lost in Vegas. Most of my damage was in Atlantic City and, and at the Atlantis Hotel. One was in, in the, the um, uh, Circus Circus elevator when you had a hole in your pocket. Yeah, that was a long time ago when I lost two $10,000 chips. That wasn't a good day. Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't a good day. Honestly, for, for all you people out there, when you go to Vegas, okay, um, if you're carrying large <laughs> sums of chips, like denomination, li- listen, if you're one of those pores with the greens, if you have $25, you could have holes in your pants. No one's really going to fucking, if you're worried about the $10,000 chips, no, no. if you're worried about $10,000 chips, $100,000 chips, if you're worried about losing, shout out Stu Fine is fucking bang. Like a hundred dollar chip would get you a little upset. Maybe, you know, like a $500 chip would start to piss you off. Thousand, it might, a thousand is where we start really feeling it. But if you are carrying denomination chips, if you got those flags, if you got those five K's, if you got the 10 K's, if you're up there, make sure you invest $100 in some pants without holes, bags without holes, okay? A wallet that could keep your chips safe. Some zippers, you know? It's worth the investment of a couple hundred to save 10000 Yes. Or in this case, 20000 20000 So, yeah, I mean, you know, that's that. I mean, listen, you could burn money at the tables. You could literally hit on 20 Nothing feels worse than losing chips because of a hole in a pocket. Listen, I remember the first time, it was probably 19, I don't know, 91, where I had like a 10,000 square foot suite and I had an elevator in my room and I had two floors and I had butlers, butlers. I had butlers at my beck and call. All I would do is go in the fucking elevator and go up and down the elevator. I just thought it was the funniest fucking thing. That was all I did the whole fucking day like a retard. Just hang out in the fucking, ordered food, butler came, hello, Mr. Finer, put the food down. What are you doing? I'm just going up and down the fucking elevator like a white trash person. That's what happens when you when you make money at the very beginning. You become white trash. Did if you feel if like you're white? Were, I guess. Did you feel like you were Nicholas Papa Giorgio? Right. Exactly. Like literally. Vegas vacation. Exactly what right, happened the right. first time it happened. Fair, yes. Fair. Exactly. Exactly. Yes, uh, Mr. Finer, uh, your two hundred and fifty thousand dollar credit line is ready for you down at the at the casino cage, and uh, your butler uh, uh, will be twenty four seven at your beck and call, and you could just hang out and have unlimited people in the room. And uh, let me get this straight now: I can order as much food as I want, as much champagne as I want, as much top shelf liquor as I want, and it's all. Free. And he would go, yes, Mr. Finer, you're on an elite VIP room food and beverage. Everything is absolutely free. It is unlimited with no qualifications. That's my type of place. I bang them fucking out. I ordered so much food for no reason and I never touched it. I just looked at it and squished it because it was free. They encourage that though. They do. The more you feel better about losing as much money as possible, they encourage that. Correct. Correct. Because you don't realize that that free food costs. Like and those 200. were like certain times where I had a quarter of a million dollar credit line, and I'm zero for ten. Like I've lo- I lost two and a half million. No, you didn't lose. Why? The the rooms just went from free to costing a lot. True. That's how Very I look true. at it. But I when I had a big credit line, never won. And I'm talking, I never won a hand. No matter what I did, it could be baccarat, could be roulette, could be blackjack, could be dice. I'm talking, could be any, I'm talking never, ever get ahead. You lose a quick 50, then you lose another quick 50, you're down 100, but you know you got a buck 50 to back you up. Then you lose a buck 50 knowing that you got 100 to back you up. Then you're down 200 with 50, and then you're thinking, how am I going to roll 50 into 250, and you roll 50 into zero, and you lost 250. I'm not going to lie, when you're down that much, that last 50 is the most optimistic you're ever going to be in life. No two ways about it. You feel you, have, you feel focused, oh, you feel locked in. It's no I don't even feel anything until it's gone. You're ready. Like honestly, you you could probably lift a car. I could be down 249,500 bucks, but if I got 500 bucks in front of me, I think I'm going to roll that into a quarter of a million. Correct. Every time. Until it's dust, yeah. you have a dream. Right. Until someone says, "Oh my god, do you realize what you just did?" 
And then it hits me in the face what I just did. When normal people look at the amounts that you just lost and they realize that they'll never do that, never have that. No. See it, hold it, and that you just burnt that shit. Sad. In less than an hour. Very sad. Well, I mean, we're going to test this theory because I think my wife, the minute she walks in, we're going to at least to Atlantic City, possibly Vegas, possibly Monte Carlo. The possibilities are endless, baby. Hey, listen, give me some feedback on the podcast. Like, subscribe, tell all your friends. It's on all platforms. Only Stu. Ready to roll, ready to roll, ready to roll. We'll be back with you right after 4th of July. I fucking love you. Blow out your 4th of July. You know what I'll be doing? Starving. I'll be starving. I'll be eating fucking ice chips. That's all I'm fucking eating because I just gained back 14 fucking pounds. That's what I did. I wiped out eight weeks of perfection in six days. I gained 14 pounds. I'm a fucking fat pig. I'm Stu Fighter. You're fucking not.